0: about the floor magic. some neighbors are saying way too loud that's only in the moment
1: welcome in everybody to a brand new episode of the world famous nascar podcast loose lug nuts the nascar podcast for the average fan i'm Evan roberts joined alongside as always my friend and partner thomas dick and tommy we're heading to darlington this weekend yeah, I got a, a bottle of screwball.
2: It's going to be empty because I'm going to uh, I'm gonna take a swig every time they say the tough uh, track too tough to tame or they talk about Darlington Stripes. I'm just going to take a swig. So
1: going to be fun, you know. I yeah. might not be able to see straight on Monday. Well, it's going to be interesting, too, because we have a race Saturday, which is the Xfinity race, and then two races on Sunday. Yeah, NBA. so I we yeah. have playoff Sunday and then regular season Saturday.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I didn't think of it that way. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's it's and I put it later in the thingy, but I question that. Like especially the start time of the truck race on Sunday isn't till 130. Yeah. You're just asking for I mean, I guess they have Labor Day if they need it.
1: Yeah which right. most people get off we don't okay. but i i view it as nascar is giving me a birthday present because they're giving me two races
2: oh this is your way of oh i hope someone. so gets i so
1: cake. regardless if wood brothers wins or not i'm having an ice cream cake
2: i mean what's pretty awesome is you get to spend your sunday at the soccer field with me
1: Yeah, obviously watching playoff racing. Yeah. And then keeping you in tune, and then you yell at me because I'm watching racing and distracting you from soccer. So what's the news? People don't want to care about our lives. Yeah, they they don't don't care about about us. They care about NASCAR. All right. So the first one we got is StarCom Racing um, is selling their charger or charter. And this is bad news. Hopefully it's not, but it looks appears that way for our friend Quinn Half as catch finch catch. Dot com reports uh sources say Starcom Racing um is selling their charter to Spire Motorsports and that would give Spire two charters.
2: Yeah, I just like a lot of the news coming around lately is confusing me because Spire had two charters.
1: Yeah, so I don't know why they unless they sold it, made some money, and then they bought Starcoms for cheap. For less, but did you get it for
2: less? Because I think with less charters available now, the price would go up. Unless Starcom's just desperate to get out of. Oh, and then oh. going on, JTG Doherty, they plan
1: yeah. to run one full time Cup team in 2022. So Stenhouse, uh, Ricky Stenhouse is signed to the end of the year. So I'm not sure who would be the uh, 2022 driver. Ryan Priest raced all year without a charter, meaning at tracks with over 40 entrants, he had to qualify. You think that's a sad news? It'll be interesting to see who they choose.
2: I do. I, th- I mean, I th- to me, I think two car team gives you more stability and I think it gives you more bang for the buck. Uh, but I heard in the uh, I heard somewhere Brad Doherty said one of his friends 10 years ago when he got into the game, he said, uh, If you have a one bad car, why would you have two bad cars? Yeah. It's something to that extent. It's like, well, why are those your two
1: options? (laughs) Like, you have one good car, one bad car. Or is two good cars not an option? Like, I. Hendrick has four good cars every week. So. Yeah. He seems
2: like resigned to just having a bad car. Yeah. I mean, if that's the point, why not have zero bad cars and just get back into balling, you know, join a three on three league? But they, I mean, they showed, they, they showed some promise back a few years back and like AJ Allmendinger finished as high as like 13th in in the series back in like 2014. Um, But yeah, they've been, and Ryan Priest looks like a
1: good driver. Like he gets in modifieds and other shit and he wins. And he's been pretty good at the like uh, Daytona. He's had really good finishes there. Yeah, so. I can't remember what he did at uh, Talladega, but I mean, he was up there all week last week. So yeah, are all race last week. But uh, some other news: eight Cup teams will be testing the next gen cars at Daytona next Tuesday and Wednesday. Yeah. So is it
2: too early for me to tell you? There's only 170 days until the 2022
1: Daytona 500. Hell no, there isn't an early time to tell me when Daytona 500 is coming up.
2: There you go. And we're closer to the 2022 Daytona. This is sort of sad years flying by. We're closer to the 2022 Daytona than the 2021 Daytona.
1: Time flies when you have a world-famous NASCAR podcast. Yeah,
2: and then I'm getting back into that
1: book book learning. So, God, I have no spare time. Yeah, well, loose leg nuts more important than books. I saw that on Instagram. Yeah, that's what people are telling me. <laughs> what else we got here? Uh, big news. Uh, Noah Gregson returning to Junior Motorsports in 2022. It'll be his third season at Junior Motorsports. Uh, we've talked about this. It's been well-documented. He had a rough start to the season. Uh, but he's really stepped it up last 10 races with nine or last 10 races with nine top 10 finishes four top fives. And I believe he's pretty close to making the playoffs hasn't clinched yet, but
2: yeah. And I actually, if I had to pick my playoff four, I would probably have him in the final four, the way he's been running the last, like, like we said, last 10 races. Yeah. Um, He would definitely be up there.
1: And then we uh, alluded to this next one uh, in our recap on Tuesday. Tommy Joe Martinson, Cesar Baccarella, forming Alpha Prime Racing for 22. <laughs> the name makes you laugh. <laughs> it's just like, you know, I was like, what's well, really, two really cool words? How about Alpha and then how about
2: Prime? Like, Let's when you boner. first
1: told me this, I thought it was like a, like a testosterone. Like, I wouldn't say a boner pill, but it's like the thing that <laughs> Frank Thomas uh like things like i didn't like, oh, even check this tr- number for alpha prime yeah, i didn't even think You're about 50, wiener. you can't get I, it up let's go
2: who would have thought i wasn't thinking of the wiener pill angle. <laughs> you know to me at first was, i thought maybe dog food but then i was thinking it would have been really great if they would have just gone with prestige worldwide with the raising because <laughs> that's the, that's the vibe i'm getting from that name. Yeah. alpha prime testosterone <laughs> booster <laughs> so any libido
1: Marvel? down are you 50 <laughs>
2: Jump in our car. So, uh, Martins expects to run 10 to 15 races. Baccarella and up and comer, uh, Raja Carruth will be getting seat time. They uh, express that Carruth is the future of the team. So, this is he's currently running ARCA. So, this is a way of easing him into Xfinity. Um, and, and for one, uh, car team, Tommy Joe Martins has had a pretty solid season and he's finished in the top 20. More often than he's finished outside the top twenty, including an eleventh at Talladega, fifteenth at Las Vegas,
1: Darlington, and Road of America. Yeah. Some other news: uh, twenty three eleven. Are they buying Front Row Motorsports charters? Bob Pakris had a very confusing tweet. Yeah, I quote: Twenty three
2: XI is expected to deal with Front Row with likely one. Oh, sorry. I read that fucking wrong. Twenty, Not the 23XI part. That's how it's typed out. 23XI is expected to do a deal with Front Row with likely one charter used by the 45 next year and the other one possibly leased. And it was sort of confusing whether they were buying both and then leasing one or if
1: Front Row was going to hold on to one and lease it. So we know that they're going to have at least you know the bubble wallace in the 23 they'll have kurt bush in one of these yeah so it'd be interesting and i was
2: it. confused as to who was leasing the charter i guess front row is selling it and then 23xi would lease it but then i saw somewhere else that front row would lease it back from
1: 23xi which makes me wonder why you would sell it or maybe they're gonna lease it to starcom racing And the news just went full circle.
2: (laughs) Yeah. It also mentioned, and I've uh, read in other areas, Front Row intends to concentrate their guns on Xfinity and trucks in the future. And then uh, Kelly Crandall recently reported McDowell said he's working on a full-time deal with Front Row, but didn't mention whether it was Cup. So that'd be weird to have your Daytona 500 guy not in Cup next year, but
1: yeah so that will do it for this week's news pretty interesting stuff we're kind of we're focused on the playoffs kind of things maybe a little dying down a little bit but let's look at the truck race which is the in it to win it 200
2: yeah and in it to win it is so vague what could that be it could be anything
1: even wiener pills it could be wiener pills alpha prime (laughs) it's the alpha prime 200 (laughs) yeah
2: um yeah i didn't even bother to look it up like tell me what it is i'm guessing it's lottery because that's what i used to always say when like the the thing with the super lotto would get up to mega millions be like 420 million and people are like you want to put in and pull it and i'd be like you gotta be in it to win it that's true so i'm guessing it's
1: lottery but what lottery yeah uh the race starts at 1 30 p.m eastern time on sunday afternoon on fs1 in the motor racing network and as you mentioned this start time has you worried
2: yeah i mean what like i haven't checked it's hurricane season you know so you know it's sort of like NCAA baseball schedules uh, their college world series in Tornado Alley during tornado season. They're scheduling two races on the same day on hurricane season.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, but, you know, they know more than I do. They get the big bucks. So but well, if weather I mean, rolls in, you know,
1: sorry, Jimbo, we can't go to your presser. We got a race to watch. Yeah. Uh, We have 147 laps that comes out to 200.1 miles. So it should have been called the in it to win at 200.1 stages are 45, 45 and 57, no qualifying. So the 10 playoff drivers are in the first five rows. So row one is Sheldon Creed and Matt Crafton row two, Ben Rhodes, Stuart Freason row three, friend of the program, Carson Hosevar and John Hunter Nemechek row four, uh, is hill and todd Gillin, row five chandler smith and zane smith and i uh i don't know if they did
2: the like they didn't do this the first race and i looked it up and now the formula has that the playoff car uh, trucks in this case pronouns will be in the front and they didn't do it last race so someone over there listening to the podcast heard me bitching about it
1: yeah uh, one intriguing driver in the field is Dylan Lupton. He will be starting 11th in the really, really good 51 truck for Kyle Busch Motorsports. Lupton has 11 truck starts since 2016, recording three top tens, including an eighth place finish at Texas last season, which we could have seen. But
2: you did not want to leave or leave <laughs> 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 <You're> going <Dad. laughs> Anyhow, oh, let's stop and take our picture at the Ginkum Barn instead of... <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm gonna have him in my top ten. I'm putting it out there. I'm gonna have him finish in seventh. Mark it down. Like the one time I picked someone to finish ninth, Matt D, which we stopped doing our Matt D, um, confidence meter.
1: Yeah, we did stop doing that. I'm pretty confident this week. Anyhow, two,
2: two races, races left, left
1: before uh-oh. they cut it down to eight. Sheldon Creed clinched after his victory. Last week, John Hunter Nemechek has 73 points. He had a bunch of them after winning the races and winning the regular season championship. Ben Rhodes has 70 points, Matt Crafton 51, and Stuart Friesen 49. I think they're sitting pretty and could lock themselves in with a good race.
2: Yeah, I agree. And then we got Austin Hill. He's 21 over the cutoff. Carson Hosovar's 13 over the cutoff. Todd Gillen 10 over the cutoff. They're in uncomfortable positions um need to get a lot of points or a victory on the outside looking in you got the smiths they're not related zane 10 below the cutoff chandler uh 18 below the cutoff
1: and we know that darlington will destroy tires so the truck teams are getting five sets of tires which is a little odd because they got six sets in the spring race
2: yeah i mean i'm guessing Th- that race was on the start of the weekend that was a friday night and uh i'm guessing they think there's gonna be enough rubber down that they won't go through tires that much but it's weird because that uh week they got six the second day the Xfinity were running they got five well xfini's running first and they're still only getting five yeah so i don't know science it's there's probably what do we know? Like, yeah.
1: Uh, the trucks don't actually come to Darlington often. They took a break from t- uh, 2012 to 2019. Last year's race, uh, Ben Rhodes won um, with Derek Krause, Austin Hill, and Grant Enfinger behind them. In the May Darlington race, Sheldon Creed edged out Ben Rhodes uh, for the win. Yeah, ThorSport
2: finished second, fourth, fifth, and sixth uh, that race with Rhodes, Kraft, and Enfinger and solder but i don't know if you remember this stay the first two stage winners todd gilland and john hunter nimichek were part of a 16 car accident and i believe that was Corey heim and and uh john hunter nimichek got into it because we talked about them being teammates uh heim was trying to impress and so were Thor sport the best cars or did they just avoid like a big one yeah um Trucks where they the best pronouns. <laughs> All
1: right. So now it's time to
2: pick your winner. I'm going Grant Envinger. I think he's going to, he's not allowed to be in the playoffs because he missed that first race of the season. He's gonna leave his mark. He uh he's finished fourth and fifth the last two times at Darlington.
1: All right, I'm gonna go with Ben Rhodes. He's raced here twice, and it's hard to get any better than what he did. He won, as we mentioned, in 2019, and then finished second. Uh, in the spring race, yeah, I left that one for you. Thanks, I man. Left, I left you lay up. You should have been like, "Oh, if you're only an idiot, wouldn't pick Ben Rose."
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's usually why. <laughs> All
1: right, let's go to Xfinity. They have three races left in the regular season. They will be racing in the Sport Clips Haircuts of BFW Help a Hero 200. Long name, <laughs> great cause. It will be at 3 p.m. Eastern on Saturday on NBC Sports Network. So hopefully the Texans don't have a preseason game. And the Motor Racing Network, 147 laps, 200.1 miles. Just like the truck race, it will be stages of 45, 45, and 57.
2: Uh, it's sort of weird. There are no pre-football games, uh, NFL football games. I think they, uh, part of that new deal with the 17 weeks that they left this week off for some reason. I don't yeah, get like they three preseason games. Yeah, so uh,
1: this is all NASCAR.
2: A little bit of college football, (laughs) but mostly NASCAR.
1: Um, No qualifying again. The first five rows will be Daniel Hemrick and A.J. Allmendinger. Row two, Justin Haley and Justin Allgaier. Row three will be the Burtons, Jeb and Harrison. Row four, Riley Herbst and Noah Gregson. Row five, Mike Snyder and Brett Moffitt. We do have three bushwhackers in the race, Denny Hamlin, uh, Tyler Reddick, and Austin Dillon. Yeah, you mentioned the Burtons next to each other.
2: They never really mention if they like each other. I've never heard it. Like, I'm assuming they do. I like most of my cousins. Yeah. Although there's that one going at. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll let them fight out who it is. But... <laughs> I'm not going to name names. Yeah. But yeah, they never really say. I mean, the brothers are sort
1: of close. So I'm guessing they like each other, but fighting for grandma's love. <laughs> uh clinched in the playoffs we have seven so far we have austin cendrick aj Almendinger, justin allgaier justin haley both burtons Mike snyder and daniel hemrick Noah gregson can clinch uh, with 11 points if there's a repeat winner or a win by a driver who can who cannot advance to the playoffs and then as we look at the bubble with michael annette being out with his injury he is 68 points back but brandon jones is 81 points clear of the cutoff followed by jeremy clements who's 72 points clear and then riley herps in that final spot 68 points ahead of michael annette
2: there you go um saturday's race 63rd time x at darlington and May may's race justin Algar won after starting 16th he was followed by josh berry winning by you put seconds. I'm gonna round down four (laughs) point four two zero, point four hundred and twentieth
1: of a hundred thousandth seconds. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see what happens. I'm gonna pick uh, Denny Hamlin to win. He is a Bushwhacker. He's the best driver in the field, and what has been the series' best car. So so far, I'm I'm cherry picking this weekend.
2: Oh yeah, cherry picker guy. Yeah. I'm going Noah Gregson. We talked about it about it up top with the uh, renewing with Junior Motorsports. He's been running really well the last ten races. I think he's getting into uh, getting into playoff
1: form. So all right, Thomas going with Noah Gregson. I'm going with. Denny Hamlin, the Bushwhacker. As we look to the Cup, this will be the first playoff race uh, in the Cup Series. It's the Cookout Southern 500. Coverage begins Sunday at 6 p.m. on NBC Sports Network and the Motor Racing Network. 160 laps, 501.3 miles. I think that's
2: 360 laps. I, I fucked that up. Oh, 360 laps. Yeah, because the stages
1: are 115, 115, and 137. So that was So
2: 367, 367. Gosh, Gosh, we were terrible on that.
1: But it should be called the Cookout Southern 501.3. Yeah, dumb and done America. The race is 501.3 miles. And you put, have we discussed Cookout? And yes, we have. Cookout is amazing. I I don't remember. You haven't eaten it. So this is, you still haven't eaten it, right?
2: No, I've eaten it, but I think I've eaten it when I was sober. And that's, that's why you it. said the, yeah. issue. the issue came in because I was like, eh. and then you go up to the menu and they got like 420,000 different items. And I'm like, I just want a burger. Yeah. No, <laughs> I like, love, you want tots oh, or okay. okra or you want some fried cauliflower?
1: Or yeah. Uh, so no qualifying, but the... Honey 16. dip raisinets or... oh <laughs> Uh, There's no qualifying. The 16 playoff drivers are in the first eight rows. Ryan Blaney will be on the poll, followed by Denny Hamlin. Row two is Kurt Busch and Chase Elliott. Row three, Alex Bowman and Kyle Larson. Row four, Tyler Reddick and Eric Amarola. Row five, Kevin Harvick and Martin Truex Jr.
2: Yeah, I hesitate. I hesitate. I'm going to hesitate to say how good Kevin Harvick has run here because we've said that about him all year at every track and he has not performed as standard, but I'm going to say it anyways, last 10 races at Darlington, 10 top tens, eight top fives, three wins, average finish 3.6, which is amazing uh, for a, a 10 race span at a track.
1: And in the uh, last eight races here since 2016, Martin Trix jr. Kevin Harvick and Denny Hamlin have each have two wins with Eric Jones and Brad Keselowski adding victories in the May race. Martin Truex uh, topped Kyle Larson, who at that time was always the bridesmaid, never the bride. Mm -hmm. Kyle Busch and William Byron, Hamlin and Harvick finished fifth and sixth.
2: There you go. Okay. So first, before we get into our race winners, we're going to go with our first four eliminated predictions for the playoffs. I'm going McDowell. Almerola, Kozlowski, and Redick. I think McDowell and Amarola are the obvious choices. Um, Kozlowski and Redick did not run well at Darlington and Richmond earlier in this uh, season. Kozlowski 24th and 14th, Redick 12th and 20th. So those are the ones I have. If Harvick didn't have such a strong history at Darlington and Bristol, I'd have them on the list, but I'm giving them the pass there.
1: See, I'm going to put Kevin Harvick on the list. And I'm going to join him with uh, Michael McDowell and Eric Amarola, and also Tyler Reddick. I'm going to throw in there. So the only difference we have, I'm putting Harvick in there instead of Keselowski, because like you mentioned, we have been talking about Kevin Harvick's history, but they just haven't done anything this year. Yeah, like it's like the you know like the guy poking like the dead horse. It's like do something. <laughs> That's I don't I've been think it's for. a horse.
2: I think he, he's just poking something.
1: Well, I envision awesome. it being and I'm just like you know
2: okay. So yeah. who okay, now we're gonna go to uh predictions for final four. And before we start this one, there was a NASCAR expert. They had a list of what their experts picked on NASCAR.com. And one of them, his bold prediction was Kyle Larson would not make the final four, which like <laughs> that how does that happen?
1: I think he's saying like, he, cuz he's, he's going to get to the flex. final
2: he's going to get to the final 8 he's yeah. got to on points once you're to the final 8 even if three different cars win races so there's only one spot left for him to get his point lead is so big, he would have to crash twice. So, you're predicting yeah. Kyle Larson's going to crash twice.
1: I think that expert just did it for clicks. We're here for information only. People are going to download if you're right. And, and it's
2: funny because everyone's
1: sleeper picks
2: Kurt Bush. How could Kurt Bush be a sleeper? He's run so well the last two months. Yeah.
1: Your sleeper would be like Eric Amarola or yeah. Reddick or even Harvick because he's so he's in last. Yeah. So, anyway, my, I'll my, go first.
2: My final four, I'm going Larson because he's just shooing. I'm going Truex based on he won at Martinsville, and that's one of the uh, to get to the four. Kyle Bush because he won at Kansas, and that's one of the ones to get to the four. And my last one's going to be Chase Elliott. Despite Blaney being hot, um, I just think another Hendrick car is going to get in. I'm going to go. If, with- it, if I didn't base it on, uh, if I based it just on the hottest four cars right now, I'd probably go. Blaney, Larson, Kurt Bush, and Chase Elliott. But I'm gonna stick with my original Larson, Truex, Kyle Bush,
1: Chase Elliott. I'm gonna go with Kyle Larson, Chase Elliott, Kyle Bush, and then my quote unquote bold prediction is I think Denny Hamlin will get in. Because I think Oh, your others... bold
2: prediction is the guy who yeah. finished second and right. No, because division. my reason
1: being is because I think those three will win a race near the end, and the Denny's just run so well. i don't know if he'll win but he could he would be he'll finish second second third and yeah just get it on points there for this race my long shot will be ross chastain and there's no real results to back me up on this because his best finish is 15th uh but he did lead 10 laps here in the spring
2: okay that's good
1: yeah so it could have been like green flag pit stops but i really couldn't think of a long shot because
2: well i really i think i picked the one long shot in the race eric jones in his last six races here he ranks fifth in driver average rating behind just larson drew x harvick and hamlin and he's got five top tens three top fives and a win in the last
1: six races so that's my long shot and then for a winner i'm gonna go with william byron he's got a pair of top five finishes here finished fourth in the spring so i'm gonna go with william byron hendrick ran really well here There you go,
2: which is why I'm picking Kyle Larson three top fives in his last three races here, including uh, second and two
1: thirds. All right. Second and two thirds, -thirds, like two third place finishes. Yeah. I was thinking like two, like a fraction, like he finished. No, not like the third rank. All right. Now it's time for our favorite segment every week paint schemes. In the trucks, we got the number 12 Tate Fogelman yeah
2: it's in a doge cola car i didn't see if that's actually a cola or if that's just another way of advertising dogecoin but it's got the cute little doge dog cartoony guy on a cola can which i am on day mom's gonna be proud of this i'm on day eight of no soda and it is we're still in it sucks really bad mode like at 10 o'clock at night all i'm thinking is god if i just jump in my car and go down to 7-Eleven and get some Mountain
1: Dew Major Melon Zero.
2: No one will know. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: uh, also, in, stick also,
1: it. also in the truck race, we have the number 20, Spencer Boyd. He's in the Dano Seasoning Chevy Silverado.
2: Yeah, that's got a little guy, like Opie Taylor type looking boy uh, with a stick with a fish hanging from it. Like he just went fishing with a stick. Um, like we have coworkers that go fishing in the sewer
1: I'm going to guess this guy isn't doing that. He's going to a real creek or yeah. river. And then the next uh, Saturday's Xfinity race, Jeb Burton in the number 10 car. He's in the DynaGrow. Yeah, um, it,
2: I think it, it has the... It's like a clean, old-school muscle car look with a solid blue-green, like, stripe over the top and down both sides. I'm going to say um, NASCAR.com, like... <laughs> <laughs> really drop them all this week.
1: <laughs> like <Yeah.
2: laughs> normally the paint schemes are up Wednesday morning and they weren't up to like Thursday. And yeah, it's pretty light, which Darlington, even when it's not throwback week, usually people save some good paint schemes. Not a lot to pick from this week. Yeah. But we'll probably find another good Xfinity. Yeah. David and, Starr might
1: be in the Whataburger.
2: Well, someone, someone I saw is in a car and I haven't seen the paint scheme to like the little sheet we get with the entries says there with the national Wild Turkey Federation. So, like, I kept checking this. Oh, Kyle Weatherman. Oh, yeah. But I can't find a paint scheme. That's probably going to be a badass one. We'll probably put that in the Xfinity.
1: Keep a lookout for that. I know everyone's like,
2: oh God, when do you put <laughs> that up?"
1: Um, in the Cup race, uh, my favorite is Chase Elliott in the number nine. He's in the Napa Children's Healthcare of Atlanta Chevy. Um, this was designed by a fan and they chose Mary Francis Webb, pretty badass, And of course it's helping uh, children's healthcare. So we're all about that. Yeah. It's a, a
2: pretty, if you watch the video where he unveils it and she gets to see it, it's a real heartwarming um, video and, you know, Chase Elliott's a good, uh, good guy. We think, you know, <laughs> um, we haven't heard any Hamlin like stories uh, about him. Um I went with the Kevin Harvick. His is also fan-inspired. Uh, Bush Light car. Looks pretty classic. It was designed by Scott McDonald, who was an, has been a NASCAR fan since 1977, back when racing was racing. And uh, he was selected by Bush to influence the design. Has a clean look. Mountains on the hood. Looks like a classic 77 car, which is where they got uh, sort of the thing from. And then I went, you don't like this car probably because you're a jerk and you know justin i'm gonna let justin haley know um that you're not like even though he's running for spire motorsports he's a college guy and you hated his paint scheme local hockey team in greenville south carolina greenville uh swamp rabbits are gonna adorn the car pretty sweet uh it's not only a carrot stick but it's a hockey stick, (laughs) so (laughs) who knew? Um, And then one, that a late ad, Josh Balicki, who's running well lately.
1: Yeah, got a top-10 finish.
2: He's coming out in, like he must have thought, every race at Darlington's throwback week. So he is in a uh, Rusty Wallace uh, throwback uh, black
1: uh, with the gold at, at the bottom. Looks pretty sharp. So there you have it. Those are our favorite paint schemes. Again, you can follow us on Twitter at loose lug nuts pod or on Instagram at loose lug nuts podcast. You can follow us on uh, Spotify rate us five stars subscribe as well as Apple Podcasts. We will be back on Tuesday to recap all three races from Darlington again, two playoff races and then Xfinity getting down to the nitty gritty with just three regular seasons. Left. We'll be back on Tuesday to recap all three. We appreciate you guys for listening. We will see you. Keep listening to the podcast. Too tough to tame.
0: I grew up in Texas where football was my game until that racing fever started burning in my brain. I started running mini stocks when I was thirteen and won a short track championship when I was just sixteen. I met a man named Harry Hyde, and he built a car for me. Sponsored by Granddaddy Hillens Drilling Company. We ran in five Grand Nationals when I was 17. My Talladega finish was the start of my big dream. Thank you for the ride, Harry Hyde. And I'm glad I had Granddaddy on my side. Given me the brakes. I must admit she smiled a bit, but it's me that runs the race. Now you can't be a champion, given the luck or circumstance. I'll do the best I can for those who've given me the chance. Thank Thank you for the ride, Harry High. And now I've got the boys on my side. You've given me my wings, now it's up to me to fly. Bye.